seven of season three. We've taken a bit of a hiatus, but we are back and ready to talk with you about leadership. Let's not get started without welcoming our co-host and my dear friend, Michael Wakesons. Hey, Mike, what's up? Hey, LaToya and listeners, how are you doing? It's like you said, it's been a little while, but we are ready to go and get back in producing these uh, podcasts. Yeah, so Mike, our topic, um, you know, I've been really embarking on doing some work around leadership with LaToya with a YouTube channel that basically right now is just a tip of the week, just trying to give everybody something positive uh, to think about during the week and then to reflect on at the end of the week. So last week's tip was uh, about authentic leadership. So I want to read it real quick and then I want to get your reaction to that. Great leaders are authentic in their passion, their relationships, and their service. Great leaders don't fake it until they make it. They view their vulnerability as a strength rather than a weakness. They're able to build trusting relationships because people can see them living out their belief in servant leadership daily. How do you react to that, Mike? Wow, I think that is so spot on. And I think, Latoya, this is something that I've, I've had to learn through my leadership career because, you know, to be quite honest, when I first became a principal, um, you know, I've, I always felt that I had to be perfect, you know, that teachers had to see me as perfect yeah. and kind of knowing everything and not ever having a bad day, all those kinds of things that we know just aren't authentic, you know, just kind of exactly opposite of what you are saying. But what I learned over the years is that they need to see you as a real person, an authentic person that has, um, you know, that might have a bad day and it might not know everything and all those things. That, and Latoya, honestly, I think I learned a lot of that from working with you and, and, and knowing you before we worked in the same building, but realizing, you know, hey, it's okay for people that you work with to see you as a true person. And a lot of times that's kind of scary for leaders, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I, I think too, Mike, in, early in my leadership journey, I felt this incredible, unrealistic pressure to know everything, to always have an answer, um, to not get caught saying, I don't know. And then I just decided, you know what? Hey, that's too much. That's not, that's not possible. I mean, you're going to run into things that you don't know, and you're going to have to rely on help. And we know that, you know, it's all about getting a team to work together. I think sometimes though, you know, I, I think back to some of the professional development I experienced um, just through my, throughout my career, and I'm sure you can think of some too. You hear people talk about all kinds of things that kind of sometimes, at least I think in the education realm, give you this perception that there's a certain way you're supposed to act as a leader. Uh, while, while definitely you should be exhibiting professionalism, sometimes I think it goes beyond that into what you should dress, maybe you know what you should or should not uh, wear um, or carry? Is it appropriate for the leader to um, to 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 carry a, a book bag rather than a briefcase? You know, all kinds of things of that nature. And so, what would you say to those folks out there who are aspiring to be a, a leader, a school leader, or maybe they are already leaders and they're concerned that there's something about how they're perceived that will keep them from um, making their journey to leadership? Well, I think first, you know, you have to be professional. Um, you know, you want to have uh, behavior that is professional. You want to make sure you have integrity. All those things that, you know, probably almost every single one of our listeners has, of course. Um, but other than, you know, not only say other than that, but, you know, from that, from your level of, of acting with integrity and being honest, those types of things, 
you know, really be authentic. If your style is one way, don't try to run from that style. Really embrace that style. A lot of times we are always looking at our weaknesses and trying to figure out how to overcome our weaknesses, which is a great thing, of course. But also, almost as important or maybe even more important is to focus on your strengths. What makes you, you as a person? And no, you know, I don't think this is just related to education. And I've always worked in education, so I might be completely wrong. But I've met leaders across the, the spectrum really feel that same pressure of carrying the briefcase or always wearing the suit or, you know, we have jeans days at school sometimes, not participating in those because principal can't wear jeans. I mean, how crazy is that? But I know we feel that pressure because I certainly feel, felt that pressure. But I would say, you know, we're all professionals. You have a level of integrity, all those things. But then don't run from your authentic self. Really embrace your authentic self. That's what you bring as a person and a professional to your school building. I think you make an excellent point, Mike. Um, and I, I definitely uh, echo your sentiment about professionalism. It is necessary. Uh, but you know, my mother gave me some really wise advice a long time ago, which really helped me kind of work through these things. And of course, I'm always uh, trying to make sure I'm demonstrating professionalism. Uh, integrity is a non-negotiable, obviously, and that all of my behaviors and interactions support that. Um, but she said, you know, let your work speak for you. Let the work you do speak for you. And I think sometimes aspiring leaders and sometimes leaders who are early in their journey or maybe not get really caught up in uh, looking at someone who seems to be perceived well by others and then trying to replicate that person's personality, that person's style, that person's interactions. And the truth is the best thing any of us could ever be is ourselves. And when we embrace that and just allow ourselves to just be who we are, I think people respond better to that. I know as a leader, one of the first things I like to share with people is, hey, I uh, can be really inattentive. I, you can talk to me and feel like I'm not listening because I'm typing something or maybe I'm saying something while you're trying to say something. I want to tell you I'm working on that and I'm trying to get better at that, but I am listening to you. And if you ever feel like I'm not listening, I want you to tell me, stop what you're doing and focus so so I can be sure you're listening to me. I think acknowledging your areas for growth are, are important and that when you're able to say, hey, I, I, I'm, I didn't listen well. I need to have that conversation with you again because I, I was not a good listener. So can we try again? I think people appreciate that. Your thoughts, Mike? Oh, I agree. I mean, think about this. You know, we're, we're, we're principals. Uh, we're, we're educational leaders. Um, imagine if you're a principal and you're standing in front of your teachers and telling them that, saying, hey, here is one of my weaknesses, and if I uh, do a poor job with this, call me on it. Let me know. And I think that models what we want our teachers to do in the classroom. You know, we all know teachers don't know everything every single time, and a lot of times they're so we see something very powerful when a teacher tells a student, well, I don't know, but let's work on that. Let's see what we can find out. And, we, you know, lots of times as educational leaders, we say all these things and put all these things out on, on Twitter and Instagram, but it's not real. I mean, we want our teachers to um, not always feel like they have to know everything. Why do we feel that as leaders? So I think when you model that to your staff, that's pretty powerful. I would agree. I think another thing uh, or strategy that I've used or something I've done um, recent in recent years that I found to be incredibly powerful in helping me to build trusting, authentic relationships, 
At the end of my first year as director of the Office of School Transformation, we'd hired over 30 transformation coaches, and it was a quick turnaround. I was hired in July, and by November, I had to have folks inside school buildings. And so it was literally a bit of building the plane while we were flying it. So as you might guess, there were a lot of mistakes made, a lot of things that needed to be refined and fixed. So at the end of that year, I remember meeting with our coaches and I presented to them a list of my failures. And I said, here are the things that I feel that I failed at this year as your leader. And these things will go forward as my goals, things I can improve. And the reception to that was almost a little bit um, surreal because I think people were a bit shocked that I put up on the screen, here are the things that I, we didn't do well, that I didn't do well, and we've got to get fixed. Uh, but I, I will have to say that living my life that way, owning my failures and my successes, being able to say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, can I have a second chance, as a leader uh, has really helped me be a better leader. It's much easier than trying to be perfect. You know, I've decided I'm on a place where I work on my resilience, not on my uh, ability to be perfect, because that just isn't possible. Certainly, certainly. And, you know, I want to point this out, too. You know, and I don't want to detract from other educators out there, but lots of times, uh, you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm not on the other social media channels very much. But, you know, there's some accounts that have a wide, wide following, and all they ever do is post positive stuff. Now, and I certainly don't mean... You know, that's, we don't want someone posting all the negative things because who would want to follow that? That would be quite boring and depressing. But, you know, we see some accounts where everything's positive, everything's perfect, great quote, great quote, great quote. But people read that and they're like, okay, that's not real. All right, this person is either lying or not living the experience that everybody else in education lives. So I, I, I want to bring that up to say that's the same thing. People don't perceive them as being authentic. So when you're working in a building on the day-to-day -day stuff that we all do, in education, if people don't see you as authentic, they're going to think that you're a fake. I mean, to put it in simplest terms, they're going to think that you're a fake and you're not real and you're just saying stuff to say stuff. So um, you got to be careful with that stuff. And I think exactly what you're saying, when you're vulnerable as a leader, people are going to latch on to that and really, really respect you for that. I could not agree more. One last thought, Mike, before we end. Uh, if you had one piece of advice for leaders who are struggling to be vulnerable, maybe struggling to say, I don't know, or to say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, what would be what you think a, a very important piece of advice for those folks? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question, Latoya. Um, I would say start small. You know, if, you're, if you are a principal, let's just say, or you are an assistant principal and you're struggling with that, talk to a, a group of close friends or close professional friends and just talk to them about that. Say, hey, I'm struggling with this. What are some ways you've handled this or what's some advice you have? Um, that might be a way to kind of dip your toe in the, the water, so to speak, and just talk to a small group. And maybe someone from outside of your building or outside of your district, that might make you feel, um, you know, more safe and, and comfortable doing that. And then that might help you grow into being able to talk about those things and be authentic to a larger audience. Awesome advice, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Folks, we're glad to be back with you for Season 3. This is Episode 7, Authentic Leadership. Until next time, be you, be true, be a hope builder. This is Leadership with Latoya for Leaders on the Grow.